I'm Pastor Tim, and welcome to The Two Greatest. This is episode 1,388. People are complicated. It's easier, quicker, to stereotype people based on a little bit of information and then just assume the rest. I mean, it's down and dirty. We can label people, then we can move on and think we understand them. But people are more complicated than simple fixes and tags. And love means not quickly judging, but instead recognizing that people are complicated. This podcast is called The Two Greatest After the Two Greatest Commandments, to love God and to love others in our everyday life. Here we ask the question, what would it look like for Jesus to take the time to love others through us? For a Bible example of complicated people, let's look at John the Baptist. People have assumed that John must have been part of the Qumran community of Essenes. But was he? Theologian Michael Byrd helps us not fall into the trap of quick judgment. He writes, First, John's ministry on the Jordan took place in an area that was best a day or two's walk from the Qumran settlement, so it was close. Luke reports that as a child, John grew up in spiritual strength. He was, according to Luke 1.80, in the wilderness until the day he appeared publicly to Israel. And we know from Josephus that the Essenes often adopted children and trained them in their customs. Josephus War 2.12. So that sounds like he must have been a Essene. Secondly, if we compare John as he's portrayed in the Gospels with themes and motifs drawn from the Dead Sea Scrolls, then a number of striking similarities emerge. Both John and the Qumranites practiced a form of ritual baptism. Both separated themselves from ordinary Palestinian life and both practiced a form of religious devotion dependent upon the institutions of Judaism such as the temple and its cultists. Both pronounced woes of judgment upon their contemporaries for moral laxity. Both looked ahead to God's imminent and dramatic intervention in Israelite history to effect deliverance. Both possessed an apocalyptic worldview with messianic themes about coming deliverers. And most importantly of all, Both saw Isaiah 43 as the task of their calling, as preparing the way for the Lord out in the wilderness. So man, John the Baptist must have been an Essene. However, he goes on, a number of key differences are apparent as well. John's ministry was public, where the Qumranites were largely secluded. The character of John's ministry was prophetic, while the Qumranites were largely priestly. John interacted with persons who would have been regarded as morally and ceremonially impure by the Qumranites, the ritually unclean Jews, the non-Jews, the prostitutes, the tax collectors. That'd be a no-no for them. The baptism of John was for eschatological preparation, while the baptism at Qumran was part of the initiation into the community, a part of the daily regimen for purity and ritual. The quote-unquote stronger one, spoken of by John, was a disperser of the Spirit, whereas the Messianic figures attested in the Qumran writings were Davidic and priestly. And John looked to the deliverance of all Israel, while the Qumranites anticipate only a remnant of themselves being saved. Wow! Puts a different spin on it, doesn't it? I love that. When you hear the first descriptors, yep, definitely, John was in a scene. But wait, there's more. Then there are some other things that don't fit. And it's not as easy to pigeonhole the prophet. Here's the great question. 
Is there someone that you've too easily labeled, pigeonholed, based on a few facts, without taking in the more complex story of their life? Let's pray. Lord, in this new year, grant us wisdom to see beyond the surface, beyond the labels that we're quick to attach to each other. Help us to understand that each person is a tapestry of experiences and emotions and dreams. In moments of judgment, remind us that we're all complex beings, shaped by a myriad of circumstances and choices. Guide our hearts to withhold quick conclusions and to instead foster curiosity and empathy. Let us not be confined by stereotypes or preconceived notions, but rather help us seek to understand the stories that lie beneath the outward appearances. God, we ask for courage to resist the temptation to hastily label others and instead strive to see the goodness that resides in every soul. And in doing so, we reflect your love and compassion. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope you'll join me tomorrow for episode 1,389. In the meantime, to do well this year, it's going to take time, painstaking time with people. It's easy to label them and move on. It's much harder to stay in and listen and learn. Which will you do this year? Let's not take the easy way out. People are worth knowing and loving. And people are complicated.